Welcome to SV Pod. With Stand Up for Steve, I'm Scott Pampel. Good to have you with us, Steve. As we get started, are there any movies you want to ruin for people uh, right out of the gate? <laughs> no, uh, I think I watched. Uh, I'm not finished with the shows I started this weekend. Got mm-hmm. got involved in uh, Staircase. That's a long process, um, but no, no more spoilers. Okay. I mean, apparently, uh, I haven't seen uh, Maverick, but. Uh, I mean, I think I know. Felt like you have, though, right? Yeah, pretty much I can take you from start to finish through it, thanks to Steve's spoilers. We should sponsor that. Make that a segment here on the podcast. Steve spoilers. You're just like, all right. And then a guy kills a guy, and then he goes to jail, and then he gets. (laughs) Okay. We're not going to spoil anything. All right. Okie doke. I got an event I want to talk about that feels like a hidden gem. Okay. We'll get to that in a minute. But I want to start with the NBA Finals just because that's where we are. Mm-hmm. We're the furthest along in that one. We've got a game apiece series. What is it? It's not till Wednesday again, right? Correct. Wednesday, Friday, back in Beantown. There you go. You don't have a team in this series, nor do I. Mm-hmm. I have a question. I'm, I'm interested what you think of this. Do you think people enjoy in the, in the NBA more than any other league? Do you think they enjoy actively rooting for people or actively rooting against people? Mm. Actively rooting against people. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah. Right? I, I, and it's, it's, it's something I've been thinking about, just, just sort of driving around, consuming, watching the games, consuming the content. And I, I think... It's the mistake you can make when you when you're when you're in Twitter in general or NBA Twitter specifically, where drama and beef and feud uh, that feels like the gasoline that that, that powers the engine, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, does it feel like I I don't know. All I can hear in my head is Cat Williams talking about getting haters, and <laughs> you know you need to get two more haters before summer. So it doesn't. It's not like it's a terrible thing, I guess, because people don't hate mediocre players they just but it's just wild to me how how much active rooting against there is not of boston they haven't been around long enough on no this no exactly you know like I, I that's what i was gonna say uh it, it does the hate feels one-sided it feels towards the warriors because people are starting to remember why they didn't like them for some reasons because they're back in the finals and i tell you those people the, the people that don't like steph curry like they're hanging by a thread with this no finals MVP talk. Like that's the, that's all you hear. I'm like, really? That's, that's why he's not great. Cause he doesn't have a finals MVP. Like that's their last draw. And they love, they love bringing it up. Yep. Um, but man, I, I, I get it. Um, Draymond get is okay. Draymond. Yeah. Draymond's is, is that, but being around Steph, Cur- Steph and Curry, and, you know, whether it's post-game interviews, pre-game, shoot-arounds, the whole nine. Uh, I think he's as good as it gets. Uh, as likable as a guy there is, as down-to-earth when it really comes down to it and you're off camera and you're just having a conversation, as good as it gets. And I, I don't understand the hate. I really don't. It's – I want to pick the right word. Baffling, maybe – 
infuriating. No, it doesn't rise to that level. I don't get, I'm not going to get that mad about it. I just don't, I don't, I don't know what you want. And I feel the exact same way about him as I do about Giannis because they're the same guy. And here's what I mean. Different positions, obviously. One dude's from Greece. The other dude played at Davis. Here's what I'm talking about. A guy that got drafted into a situation, got better, got great, won hardware individually, won team, a team title, stayed where he was, was likable, was human, was decent, didn't get into any issues with anybody. And yet it's, and that's, that's the part about me that I got to remind myself that so much of what, what I tend to consume is make-believe. Mm-hmm. And I've said as much in, in, in giving, in giving like a commencement address a year ago, I was just reminding people that just nothing that you experience in that place is the way the world works. People just aren't that. That's not how people are. People don't act that way to each other. People don't, People don't talk crazy to each other for no reason. Mostly people are decent in the real world, mostly. And so I have to divorce myself from the idea that people that talk reckless about Steph and don't like Steph. And, and so he doesn't have a finals MVP. Have fun with that. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Cool. But just like Giannis, I mean, so what is it you don't like about Steph? He got drafted one pick ahead of the Knicks. I mean, he could have been. He could have gotten. You could have gotten force feed, force fed New York stuff. You didn't. Mm-hmm. He's a skinny kid. Looks like he's twelve years old with bad ankles. That goes to a team that wasn't good. He got great. They got great. Like I get. Okay, you didn't like that LeBron left, even though he was a free agent and was allowed to do so. You didn't like that Durant joined a super team. You didn't like Kyrie for who knows what bounced around. I didn't love that he told Boston he was coming back and then didn't after spending a year actively not being a great teammate. I didn't think that was made him particularly lovable. But I think that the, the what's the list? What's the list of transgressions of Steph Curry? You just think don't like that he's talked about it for being as great as he is? You see the third quarter in game two? Mm. Who, the, the dude will bury you. Bury you. And he had 34 in game one. I mean, Boston made 10 shots in a row. What are you going to do? I don't know. I just, uh, you answered my question. It, it's, I just, I don't know what it's about. I don't, I don't know what, I don't know why people root against more than they root for or seem to do it with equal gusto when it's really not, has nothing to do with them. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what's very puzzling. And I hate everything. Yes, you do. Yes, I you do. The, I do not. Do not hate Steph, Stephen Curry at all. There you go. At all. You're, you're right there, right next to Buck Nasty at the player haters ball, just chanting <laughs> hate, hate, hate. You, I mean, I get not liking your rival. I get that. I get the team that knocks you off. I get I I understand all that. It's just the level of the amount of energy people have that they invest in that. I don't mm. feels like it would be better served. But hey, man, y'all have fun at the circus. Mm-hmm. Uh, the series shifts to Boston. Game three Wednesday, Sports Center to follow. Sort of, we're not on the same network, but yeah, just turn on ESPN after the game's over. Or ESPN, it falls asleep if you want. Just turn it to ESPN before you fall asleep. Yeah, just so we get credit. 
Big ratings may for the for this for people. We appreciate you. Mm. All right, here hidden gem. Now I don't want to act like like somebody's peepaw that hears a song and then says, "Hey, hey, have you have you heard the have you heard the Outcast?" <laughs> The outcast, the outcast, yeah, yeah, they, they're they're fantastic. This is turn of the century, people. Yeah, yeah, you got to hear this. This you want to be the new guy? Yeah, I'm not telling you. I discovered this. Mm-hmm. I'm very, 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 very late to this party, mm-hmm. mostly because the team I root for for most of my life was not a participant in it. But holy crap, the College World Series has been absolute. I called it a nonsense buffet, all you can eat in Stillwater. Mm-hmm. College Station wasn't much more oh. reasonable. Uh, the, the the college park, we Maryland hosted a regional, which for the for the, there was a stat on Twitter where we I consume too much content. But from eighty two to two thousand fourteen, Maryland's baseball program had two winning seasons. Seasons. They've been better since then. They participated in this more. But Maryland hosted a regional. They're currently playing and losing. Looks like the season could come to an end tonight. UConn, six runs on one hit. Tough to do. Mm. But just watching those games has been incredible. It's been amazing to see a, a, a stadium that I never dreamt would be filled full of Maryland fans cheering on um, the Terps in a hosting a regional as a seed, which they are. But Steve... Omaha, sure. I, of course, I've seen yeah. it. We we watch it, but I guess what I'm saying in a very roundabout way is that I've been paying attention much earlier to this, and think mm-hmm. I'm so happy I have. I know you love this event. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't seem like it's always this level of of nonsense, well, is it? No. There. Uh, yes, I do love college baseball. Uh, was very spoiled in uh, my Obvious. time. At- at my Obviously. time at Stanford, they yeah. went to Omaha every year. Every and year. And that's when the Super Regional started. So they had – I remember they played in Nebraska. And we used to call them uh, the Redcoats were these older gentlemen, I'd say older than 70, less than 95. And they were our security on campus for events. And it was like, hey, Joe, how are you? We're going to go check out the baseball game. We would just walk right in. And I remember they were playing Nebraska in the Super Regional, and we just were, figured we were going to do our thing. We were to meathead football players on campus. We're coming in to watch the game. We sit on the hill and sunk a diamond and, and heckle the other team. And the Red goes, like, no, 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 no. This is NCAA people are here. We, 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 you have to buy a ticket. And they were so nervous because they knew we were coming. We're like, all right, <laughs> we'll go buy a ticket. Uh, but it, it's just, it's been that long. Uh, Kyle Peterson, who's our, I think, one of the best analysts we have at the network, he's Mr. College Baseball, and he was a senior when I was a freshman, and he's obviously, he was doing Auburn this uh, weekend, and talking to him uh, the last two weeks, you know, when we were on the plane last week going up to um, the lacrosse national championship, I was going back and forth with him, just like what we were looking at, because these these sites were going to be announced, and I thought he had a really good uh, point about last year, we only because of COVID and all that, there was only a five round draft. So everybody came when in doubt, everybody came back 
to college baseball. Mm. And you see this explosion of, I think three teams last year hit over a hundred home runs as a team. And this year it's oh, it, going into the tournament. It was over 15. So you see some, some man, more manly bodies, uh, you know, taking, taking the plate here in this tournament and man, have the good team showed out. Uh, I'm shocked at how many games we had today with what happened yesterday and teams blowing their chance to advance. But I mean, we're in the middle of it now and looking at like games you get and how, when it works perfectly today, Southern Miss hosted LSU with a right to go to the Super Regional, and Southern Miss beats LSU. Like You talk about an ultimate big brother, little brother in an area of the country where this means a ton. That's a huge deal, huge deal for Southern Miss. So it's it's really cool to see. I'm pumped. Maryland's a part of this. I went to the first game, Wake Forest-UConn Friday afternoon because uh, that was the only chance we were going to get with us working at night. But it's been, it's been awesome, and these nights have been really late because Stanford uh, didn't take care of business Friday night, so they had to come all the way back. All right, they took care of us Friday night. They lost Saturday, so they had to win two on Sunday, and they host a very pesky uh, Texas State hashtag eat them up uh, team tonight at 10 Eastern. So that'll be a another late one, hoping the Cardinal can pull through. But it's 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 such a better watch, Scott, than than Major League Baseball. It's not even close. And the idea with guys that, you know, you see square around, you know, you have your teams who are system teams, but you also have your studs. So guys get on, you're going to see some button. There's going to be a lot of hitting. All these teams, pitchers are dry. So it's got to be hitting season. I think I've said all the time, if if you play on Monday, you got to expect to score 10 in order to advance. And you're seeing that happen a lot today. No question, because the, the, the depth of the, well, I mean, the, the talent, and the use of aluminum bats makes pitching incredibly difficult. Mm-hmm. And then you're you're squashing all these games into a brief period of time, and you're just you're down to the arms that haven't seen a lot of meaningful action. And I suppose that's how you have situations like, I mean, the Arkansas Oklahoma State games were were, were impossible to believe. Mm. Uh, Oklahoma State was was down twelve to nothing to Missouri State. Missouri State. Yeah, trailed by 12, won by 14. And then they had to play again Sunday night against Arkansas again. And I, I mean, it was Arkansas tied it with two in the ninth. And I mean, it's mm-hmm. I was tweeting back and forth with some Oklahoma State fans. I said, how many you, how many you think you need in the tent to feel good? They're like guys like six or seven. And he's I mean, it's 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 funny, but it's not. A joke, no, because that's how many you need in the sport to feel uh, to feel safe. And I don't, I don't pretend to have the time to invest paying massive attention uh, all year long. I was certainly aware of the fact that uh, Coach Vaughn and the Dirty Terps were in the middle of uh, mm-hmm. what was an historic season. And if it all comes to an end against UConn tonight, then hey, you hosted a regional, you won the Big Ten, and you got to be part of this opening round of, of just an incredibly entertaining thing to watch. Um, I think, I mean, Tennessee has been the best team this year uh, that, that, I mean, they're an absolute wagon. And they host Notre Dame next week, which is going to be must see TV. Uh, you want, I just keep saying fiery. You want to talk about an in your face style of baseball, Notre Dame, brings it man well so uh, does tennessee yep no i tennessee is tennessee but the people that haven't i'm, I'm imagine 
I, I got you. Know, I got you. The number one team in the country. I'm, it is going to be chirpy and chippy and everything in Knoxville next week. I hope those games can find a way onto regular ESPN for the average person to find it because it is going to be hot and heavy in that place. Notre Dame had to go to uh, Mississippi State last year uh, when they were tops in the country, gave them all they could handle three games, and now they go to the number one team in the country. I cannot wait for that series uh, next week in Knoxville. That's going to be fantastic. So I guess what we're saying here is, I mean, there's a lot going on. You got NBA finals. You got, we're getting closer to this, to a Stanley cup final. Get get to some thoughts on that here in just a moment. Uh, women's softball is big. Oklahoma, they law lo- actually lost a game to UCLA mm-hmm. and then went out and said, Oh, hey, yeah. you enjoy that. You enjoy that. How about 15 to nothing? <laughs> UCLA. Thanks. 15, nothing. It's just it's it's a great time of year. There's so much going on. We'll have the U.S. Open golf next weekend, Father's Day. But Steve's right. If you've got some time, and you're going to need to carve out some time because it takes about <laughs> nine hours for a game to get played, but just drift in and out. You're you're bound to see something that's uh, that's fun and entertaining. Before we move on, do not forget the low post with Zach Lowe. It's churning out new episodes after every NBA Finals game. Following Golden State's game two victory, Zach and Jeff Van Gundy broke down the series, which is not at one, and looked ahead as the series pivots to the East Coast and heads to Boston. Then ESPN's Tim McMahon stopped by to talk about the unfolding drama in Utah. Listen and follow to the low post with Zach Lowe wherever you get your podcasts. Also, Check out the latest 30 for 30, the greatest mixtape ever. Stream it now on ESPN Plus and listen to the companion 30 for 30 podcast, a street ball mixtape. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Speaking of fun and entertaining. Colorado and Edmonton. Mm. The abs are a wagon, bro. I was texting with Bucci early on in that series, and he just said when they get it going, they're like F1. They're like an F1 offense. And so far... I mean, and as we speak, it's a Monday. It could be over. They could yeah. be done. They could be done as of tonight. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of the, again. I'm trying to think of the right word. I guess, I guess, happy is as simple as it is. I, I'm just happy for Colorado because they've been sort of the Western Conference version of Toronto. They've been the team that you, you know, they're good. You know that they've got stars. They just haven't gotten as far as their talent would suggest they could. Mm-hmm. Right. Well. Yeah. Now they're a game away, and I mean, whoever comes out of the East, you, you see what you see what you'd be up against. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Kadri injury is is a tough one. Uh, it's going to cost Kane a game. It's just the reaction to that. Just 
guys in the sport talk about that. It's just it's the one that always scares you, boarding from from behind. But he's he's done for. I believe the quote was for the remainder of the series, the season or series. Is it season and or maybe longer? He was already ruled out for this series. I think the that's series, as far and, then, as they and went. then they and then they said maybe longer. Yeah, that that makes you just. It's rare that they give you that kind of insight. I'd be surprising if we see him again. No, and if that, he had surgery on his. I mean, I've had bad ordeals with wrists. If you're getting surgery, that's no quick in that sport. No, <laughs> that's. No, it's, 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 tough, it's so it's that, and that it does because he's he's obviously been spectacular for them. But selfishly, I, I guess, and that's not on our air, but I don't care. I mean, just mm. matter to me. I just want to watch. I just want to see those. I want to see McDavid play more. I want to see yeah. that guy skate around and do stuff because he's just uh, he's breathtaking to watch. But but uh, give credit to Colorado. And give credit to the biz biz nasty. Cut his hair. I couldn't stop laughing every time they show a two shot. Of him and Wayne Gretzky, here's here's Biz Nasty side by side with the greatest player that ever lived, and they're having serious conversations, and I just couldn't stop laughing. His head, it's all, I mean, my head's nothing to write home mm. about, but his is like all wrinkly, like like Scooby Doo, and the mustache and whatever. I don't know. That salute to him for making it all work. Fantastic. That Very that whole ordeal is, is is great. I I what were you watching the other night when when Edmonton tied it? Yes, I mean that that building was ready to go. Well, they hit the, the wall. They, they hit the post, and then and, and then uh, Colorado gets the guy back from penalty, and he I, scores. I, how perfect was that timing for Comper? Like that or Chopper? I'm sorry, I always it's Comper, Comper. But he, I mean, not even break stride. I mean, you and, I, you and I are not skating experts, but I know when you could come out of the box and get full steam ahead, check the guy in, and then just flip it at the net and score, that doesn't happen a lot in the hockey that I watch, and I just couldn't get over the timing of it all because of how fast it happened and knowing that Edmonton had that sense, that crowd, like, we got to tie it, we got to tie it, we got to tie it. They tie it, and on a penalty – it hits the post and comes right back and you're, you're down. Like they showed the exits. It was like, all right, we're see ya. We're out. But the, the timing of that. And then also how quick um, that turned yesterday in the Eastern conference yesterday with, with the block goal. I mean, man, you see, you blow to nothing. Think you can get a quote, you know, gather up for overtime and it's over. A uh, couple of things. Number one, we're not uh, skating experts. Just as Steve said, <laughs> I loved how casual that was. We're not, no, we're not. Not skinny experts. I'll never try to admit that I am. As a, but as an aside, I can't think of a team that's scarier to let off the mat mm. than the light. Yeah. Because, I mean, Rangers, look, they've won, I think, eight in a row in the Garden, and they've got all sorts of stuff cooking. But you let the, you let the lightning get a, mm-hmm. get a whiff. Get that aroma of victory in their nostrils. It, they're hard to get rid of. <laughs> they're so hard to get rid of. Yeah, a lot I like, of lives. I like Cooper. I, I pay attention to his press I conferences. I, I, I love I, him. We've had him on a couple of times. I really enjoy him. And what I wonder is, 
I, does he piss people off the way he talks? Because I feel like he has it. It's that's it's not condescending. It's just it's is it like, it's not smug, but there's a way that he describes. Uh, you know, we just didn't take care of the puck. We just made it easy on them. And if it, if I were the other side, I think it would I think it would be like a pebble in my shoe. It would bother me the way I feel like he's telling you that. Yeah, we helped them beat us. And I don't think he's doing it to, again. I don't no. think he's smug. I don't think he's condescending. I like his style and his approach. I just think if I'm thinking if it were the caps that got this far, I think I'd be like, man, f- you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know I, I mean? think I, I totally get it. And I think he's being as honest as possible. Yes. And yes. when he's asked, he wants to answer the question. And what's he doing? He's answering it. Why are you asking him? Because you want to know what happened to his side. He's telling you what happened on his side, you know, that, and, and right, that's, right. that's and all if fair. people want to take that and run. I mean, I, go well, you ahead, know what I'm I guess. You know what I'm saying, right? I, I totally get what you're saying. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's, I, I think he's phenomenal. I really do. And uh, it sure uh, symbolizes with that team uh, with what they've done for sure. A couple of things, money wise, money related things on the way, on the way out here. Okay. Uh, Aaron Donald gets the money. Well, you know what's you know what really interests me about that team? I believe he would have just said I'm good. I really do. I I I never believe any athlete when he or she says they're done because they never are. And I, you know, there's a purpose to the posturing. You you want what he got, which was the most dough for any non-quarterback. But I believe that group. Like, I believe McVay would not do it. If you want to give Brady all that dough, give McVay the most money of anybody. He'll be the best analyst because he remembers everything he sees. He has categoric recall of everything he's seen. He'll be able to predict what's coming if you're into that kind of thing. Like, I think McVay could have just said, you know what? Somebody will pay me five times as much as I get paid to coach to go do television. Maybe I'll go do that. I'm a young guy. I don't want to burn out. He just got married last weekend. I mean, I, I, I believe... The coach didn't have to coach. I believe Donald didn't have to play anymore. But I also believe that when you're as good as Donald, you you ought to play until you can't. And if you're McVay, you're so young, the TV's not going anywhere. So why wouldn't you run it back? But but they're, they're, they're a rare, maybe unique situation where I believe that they wouldn't have. I just think they're too smart to not. Does that make sense? Yeah, I just don't know how the cap works and they could just pay <laughs> all the best players and keep the best players. I, I don't I don't how they have totally uh I feel like they beat the system. I don't know. I, I like I really like the draft picks. Go ahead, have them. We'll take the guys that are all pros. And I, I it's, it's mesmerizing to me. It's too much time, too much math for me to to look, but hey, I, I it's it, it reminds me of the Yankees when they just started getting everybody. Uh-huh. And now it's in football, and it's just very, very eye-opening uh, yeah. to, to how, how they do it. And credit to them, man. They I'm glad, are. I'm glad Donald's coming back just because he's, he's – I mean, the, the Super Bowl changes on a fourth down play where, where here comes 99 and Burrow's off his spot and there's nothing he can do. I mean, he's – He's a rare difference-making talent that changes games, most important games. And so, yeah, I'm bitter because I bet him to be MVP. He should have got MVP too. I'm sorry. 
Sorry, you didn't get that. You know who doesn't have a cap? The Saudi golf thing. Uh, Mickelson comes out. I mean, I've seen reports it's 200. I have no idea what's what when it comes to this. He was always expected to do this. Um, so I, Bob Herrick got an interview with him. Mm. Um, and if you're interested in that, there's, there's some of the specifics about sort of what's going on and why he's doing it. I think we all know why he's doing it. Get, if it's $200 million. What I'm getting at here is I understand why people were mad at Phil, the very specific comments he made, kind of justifying why, yeah, this Saudis have done bad stuff, but but I think we can do good stuff in golf. You're like, wait, what? But he's not the only one over there. Like, Dustin Johnson took the dough. Mm. There's a lot of chatter that Ricky Fowler, and I, this will be dated at some point if he comes out and says he is or he isn't. I, I really wonder if this is the kind of dough that's out there, how guys on the tour don't start talking, go, man, if that's what Phil got, he's 51 years old. I'm me. I'm blank time major champion, ranked blank in the world. What what, what, what do you got for me? Because at some point, you don't have a contract with the PGA Tour. What, no. you, have, what you have is the loyalty of the guys that, appreciate what the tour has been, appreciate the life that they've given you. But if the tour wants to say, hey, you can't play in the players, and you say, okay, I'll go play in London for more than the players, and they're giving me nine figures, I mean, I don't know. I really wonder the direction this is going to go. And my, my guess is that Phil's not a shock. None of the guys that are the European guys in their 40s that are named guys are a shock. Ricky was top five in the world. We know he struggled lately, but he's still a big-time brand and still a very popular player. I mean, I imagine he'd get a number. But somebody that's a bit – like somebody besides DJ, I'm, I bet you goes. And then what happens? You know? What are they paying the announcers? I don't know. <laughs> I See, I have – I I'm good. I'm good where I'm at. I got to – I'm good. <laughs> But it's uh, – Oh, it's fascinating. Totally it is. to see what happens. It is just because I, I – all of the all the names thus far, besides DJ who said in February I'm not doing it, then turned around and said I am doing it. Mm. Most of them have been I, predictable. I, the ones that somebody, – somebody's going to shock you and then what? And then, and then do dominoes topple. I don't know. Mm. Um, positive news on the swimming front. It's almost swim season. Yeah. Uh, we, we had we had it was it was touch and go there, touch and go. But uh, we're in Saturday. I woke up, got a text from wifey. There's there's my daughter getting out of the pool. All right, there we go. She doesn't she doesn't enjoy. We, we talked about the performance bit last week for my son. Yeah, my daughter doesn't like doesn't doesn't want people paying it. Doesn't want to be the center of attention. I said, and I think I think we That's covered right. this. Well, but I said, the only people watching you are like, what lane is, are you in? You're in lane four. No one else is watching lane four except me and mommy. That's it. Nobody else is watching to see if you don't do the correct breaststroke and get, get DQ'd by some overzealous lane official. <laughs> Excuse me, sir, ma'am. She's, she's nine. She's trying her best. Yeah. We're not, we're not in, uh, you know, Nagano. I think that might have been a Winter Olympic site. Nagano. Yeah, that. Nagano's. Yeah. What's Nagano? 
I just made like a second baseman for the Brewers or something. But Olympic site, which also, by the way, was winter. Yes. Well, uh, hold on. You you carry on. I, I need to know what that Well, was. I got to tell you what I did this weekend. Hold on. I want to know when Nagano was the Olympics. <laughs> Nagano was the Olympics. 98. That was the 98 Winter Olympics. <laughs> okay. I'm not the smartest guy or a skating expert. Uh, what did you do this weekend, big boy? We had two game, soccer games for the old Poison Ivy Club. And yeah, Poison Ivy. Yep, yeah. Saturday, we got worked. Okay. And you need I to run like- set, set pieces, Steve. <laughs> we were too busy getting the ball and, and after another goal was made for the other team. Okay. But the mood wasn't great and the effort level wasn't great. And I woke up Sunday morning because we had another game and I told my daughter, I said, <laughs> if you score a goal today, I'll buy you a TV. I, I just said, I, I, cause she was as upset as I was. About the day before. Uh-huh. So we go in two waves. You know, wife takes her so she can get ready early for the game. And then I take the other two maniacs and show up right for game time so we don't have to have them air any more time than they need to be. And sure enough, we're coming down. We're winning. We're up two goals. And we get a breakaway, Scott. She hit the post. <sighs> she hit the post. And I just see the shoulders just shrug and like head down and I'm like, all right. And sure enough, we're packing up. She was doing things with her friends after the game and she was with her mom. She called me from the other car and said, we have a game next week. If I score next week, do I get the TV still? I said, sure, absolutely. But it was, it was just cool to say, cause she, she admitted she could play harder and better. And she totally did, and it was just really cool. Uh, and it was that close. Um, okay. But I just thought it was funny. All right, I want everyone out there listening to, to, to take a moment here, all right? We, we know no one listens. Our producer yeah, says yeah. no one listens. That's fine. On that one. That's, that's fine. But those that did listen know last week, I told you I, the reason Otis the dog liked me the most is because I gave him meats, and the reason my children love me is because I sneaked them treats. Hence the name of last week's podcast, Meats and Treats. Correct. Now we know that Papa Steve offered his child like a Mitsubishi, an LG, Sony. Pick, pick uh, a brand. Pick a brand. Yeah. Like we were offering a trip to Best Buy if we got if you scored a goal for Poison Ivy. And I say the fact that she hit the post needed to be enough. Oh, come on. No way. A goal's a goal. Listen, I want to do it. I was, I, it would have been no, 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 no. You're, because you're, of how much better she played. You, and, and you know what? I, you're right. Because now we got incremental growth. And now she's going to. We only have one game left, too. <laughs> she's going to be chucking people out of the way. Yeah. She's going to be like the Tasmanian devil out there until she, until she buries the ball on the net. I can't wait for. Who's who's Poison Ivy play this week? Uh, that's a good question. I gotta usually don't check the schedule till later in the week. Understood. <laughs> Understood. It's not like we're it's not like we're doing. Hey, who's got the we, scout for also the uh, to uh, send your uh, condolences if you want to the kids because 
there with me all weekend by myself this weekend. Oh no, we got soccer, we got swim, we got school coming to an end, parties, we got time trials going. This is going. This is this is a fiasco. Where's your bride going? She has a thing to do. the old thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Un- understood. For the weekend. So, okay. So, at, on the way out, buckle up. To, well, I was just going to say hopes and prayers. Uh, buckle up is great. That's a great start. And, and if just pray for Steve because uh, it's him versus the three. Yeah. And if the oldest gets a goal, we're taking the gang. We're going right to Best Buy to Circuit City. That's an old school reference. Radio Shack, we're gonna we're gonna get you the old console with the wood that weighs five tons. Uh, Any of you old guys that remember that thing? One of those solid oak coffee tables that that weighed like nine hundred pounds. In your grandparents' house, just put the TV on that. No, it used to be built in it. How did they get it in the house? Uh, It weighed as much as a city bus. Those things were untenable, man. Yeah. And, and boy, if you had one of them, you were you were you were living big. I, that's why I would always want to go to Grandma's house because we could watch the Redskins now the Commanders on the big on the big TV. But it really, the, I say the big TV. The screen was the size of a toaster. Oh, yeah. The screen was the size of a toaster. But man, that was an impressive piece of furniture. <laughs> All right, uh, I think All I got to right. go. To, I, I don't have to. I get to go talk to Vince Carter about the NBA Finals. Remember Wednesday? Check it out. 1-1, we're tied. Sports Center to follow. Flip it over to ESPN. Fall asleep, it's fine. And uh, pray for Steve. Good luck. Pray, pray for Steve. See you all next week.